IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. Joining us on the line, Avi Kay, the guide for the Kotel Institute of Jerusalem. Avi, good afternoon to you. Great to have you on board once again. Hi, Mark. How are you doing? We're good. All good. All good, Avi. And how are you? And how is everything in that part of the world right now? Talk to us. So, I'm sure you've been hearing a lot, and I know a lot has been happening in the morning mayhem. But the Kotel, as usual, is the bastion of hope for the Jewish people. She stands there proud, waiting for her children to come and visit, and always is there basking in the warmth and the security of people when they come to visit and ask for salvation from God when they pray at the Kotel. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we are seeing events at the Kotel now that none of us could have ever predicted and none of us could have ever imagined in our worst nightmares. The fact that 1,400 candles were lit 30 days after the massacre of the 7th of October at the Kotel the fact that the names and the faces and the pictures of all those who are are captured still in Gaza are up for people to see, people to put a face to a name, people to identify with, is there again at the cartel. And at the same time, as as life goes on, as diplomats come and go, the new ambassador from America comes to the cartel Mm -hmm. and as a sign of respect lights a candle to show solidarity with the Jewish people and to show respect for the holiness of the place. But, Mike, honestly, the Kotel is not the place that was buzzing just over a month ago. Mm-hmm. I remember speaking to you and saying that there are so many visitors that, you know, one doesn't really need to walk around. They simply come to you and they ask for um, advice for guidance where they should go where things are and it was just full on engagement for the full shift of six hours if one had to go to the Kotel now one would see the same people that go there day in and day out week in and week oh. out year after year mm. are those who are loyal to the Kotel who faithful children who come to him or come to her all the time and that's what it is unfortunately there are, there's no tourism in Israel at the moment. There's no one coming in. There are uh, a few odd cowboys, as I'm sure you've seen popularly, coming into Israel to help. Oh, right, with the farming, of- with the farming effort, am I correct? Yes, they've been, they've come in no, to... So, uh, so I'd like to note, there were a couple of cowboys, you know, oh, good okay. old Texan Hattins, who decided they were coming to Israel to help, and they really captured the media's attention. And uh, they clearly captured the attention of the, uh, the residents of our city. I, I don't think any of them are Jewish, and uh, I think they're going to have a wonderful experience when they come. The community will welcome them very, very warmly. But their attitude is they have to come and they have to help. Um, but those are rare, very few and far mm, between right. the families, the students, the children, they would come to the Kotel, not happening in, at the moment. And the reason why schools, for example, are not coming is that it's all about safety. Right. It's all about mm. safety from the air, what rockets are falling, where can the children go? And also, unfortunately, 
Today was the funeral of a Austra- of, of a young American um, um, policewoman who was murdered uh, two or three days ago in Jerusalem, and her job was to protect visitors in the old city. So it's very, very volatile, and it's very, very precarious at the moment. Right, right, and that's right. why people, and unfortunately, this young soldier's, this young policewoman's passing is quite personal because... Um, she comes from the same city as my daughter-in-law from Atlanta, Georgia, mm-hmm. and she was full pun with some of my daughter's good friends when they first came to Israel, and just a wonderful girl, um, a girl who loved Israel, loved everything that it stood for, and just a very, very sad waste of life. Shame. Indeed, indeed, Avi, one can imagine. Uh, yes, and uh, the subdued, shall we say, attendance uh, at the Kotel at the moment, in contrast to what you just mentioned earlier on, um, the 1,400 candles being lit, that, that must have been quite a, a sight. That must have been quite a, a, a moment to witness. It certainly, certainly was. It wasn't publicized. Sure. So people weren't in Come have a look. But, mm. you know, certainly, Mike, if you come to our area, we've got a, a road that runs on the side of our suburb on Modi Inn. There's a suburb on the left called Rayut, and on the right is just open felt. And that was okay. the street that attracted us to come living in this area because we saw a lady running at 9 o'clock at dark with her cell phone, and we just thought, wow, you know, if this can happen, this is where we want to live. There's sure. now over... A, Kilometer stretch along that street. It's called Yair Eric, where chairs are placed one after the other, each one for a captive, a captured Israeli. Wow. And there are normal chairs, garden chairs, baby chairs, hard chairs, cots, all placed down this road. And at night, there's fairy lights all over them. The emotion is incredible. I videoed mm. it. The video, 54 seconds. As my wife was driving past, I was videoing. That just puts into perspective <clears throat> the enormity of what it is. Sure. And if I can speak on behalf of all Israelis and I think all Jews and all, you know, people around the world of good nature, all we want is our captives to come home. We want our boys to leave Gaza and we want the Gazans to be able to turn Gaza into another Singapore that we can all enjoy and all prosper for. That's the hope of all Israelis. A great message there indeed, and a great message also coming from the leadership itself, Prime Minister Netanyahu saying, we want our hostages back, we want our people back, and we want to coexist in peace going forward. Avi, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon, just to give us some background as to what the Kotel looks like at the moment. As I mentioned, very subdued, but understandably in this time of war, uh, no tourism going on, not many people frequenting the Kotel, but uh, yeah, we can just see as we go along how things, uh, how the atmosphere can change at the Kotel in future updates with you. Avi K, our Kotel guide, um, uh, from the Qatar Institute of Jerusalem, joining us once again on a Thursday afternoon just to give us some background as to what is transpiring at the Western Wall at the moment. Uh.